Wait, can you please put the thing in the middle so I can touch it if I need to? No. Okay. I need to see it. You can see it from... No, I need it. Right. Stop. No, 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 no. Put it right here. No. You can still see it. Ezra, we've never had one. It's, I can always reach it. Why is it all the way over there? It's never like that. It's usually like that. Ezra, I need to be able to reach no, it. No, you don't. Yes, I do. You literally don't need to be able to touch it. That's never been the case before, and now I feel silenced. I, you I've literally have a fat fucking microphone in front of your face. Yeah, so I need to be able to press the fun sound things when I want to. I've already planned something in my head, so please let me... Um, thank you. It's going to be right there where you can see it. See, now I can reach it, and look. You can actually still see it. That's awesome. If I see your chubby little fucking fingers reaching over to touch this. You're going to, just like you have every other time. What's the problem? And I'm going to throw this hot coffee in your face. Oh, my God. Can you just, like, be normal for once? Can you be normal? Can you be normal? Can you get your life together? I'm together. You're trying to block me. Run a damn comb through your hair, girl. I did. It must have been a wide tooth comb because that shit is frizzy. Well, it's frizzy not because of not being combed. Combing sometimes makes it even more frizzy because it brings static electricity. Not in this season. Where's the dryness, honey? It's fucking humid. There's no there's no static electricity in your hair in fucking August in New York City. Unfortunately, my hair is thin and dry enough that that is always the case. What if you cut it all off? I would feel sad. When was when's the shortest it's ever been? A few years ago. Ooh. It all. Um, I feel like we're in a slightly different position. No. <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like you're we're directly facing each other, and and we we have only profiles. Is that how we? It's kind of usually how it is. We're usually a little nudged in, but this is what's the idea close. behind these glasses? It's just so I can see this clearer. Oh wow! Because I'm. What's the one where you need reading glasses? Nearsighted or farsighted? Mm, farsighted. Yeah. Or either so I, one, actually, I think. I don't know. So I am that. So, sorry. Okay, well. Hey. It's Friday. It's Friday. July. Both when we're hearing this and when, 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 when we're recording it, funny enough. Mm. So just don't say the date. They'll never know. So we can pretend it's Friday. Because it, it is Friday. actually Friday. It's always Friday. Um. Well. All right. It's an auspicious day, wouldn't you say? I'd say so. Yeah. T- talk about, about that. About the most excruciating 76 minutes of my entire life. <laughs> but we'll leave that for later. Uh, why don't you kick off the intro? Why are you starting with negativity? I'm just in that. Mo- I was in a good mood and now I'm in a bad mood. I'm going to come back. I've got the coffee at which is too late for me to be drinking coffee, but I've got it. Mm-hmm. So let's go. Well, I mean, someone that we've teased. So 
<laughs> Sorry, everyone. Someone that we've teased. Unlistenable podcast continues to just... <laughs> if I just leave the first five minutes in, that's mostly silence. I think you should. And then us arguing. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should. Okay. You know, that that's not going to stay there. So what are you... What are you trying to... I'm going to figure it out. Oh, Ezra, it's a piece of paper. You're trying to stand it up like a statue. I, this is just really... That's okay. as good as it's going to get. I'm done. I'm I thought happy. it was taped up there. Oh, my God. Okay, whatever. This is a fucking disaster. <laughs> Take my name off this episode. <laughs> you know my name is off all the episodes. It's just your name on everything. What are you talking about? Anyway, go ahead. Oh so God. we're actually inside the movie we were going to so talk about today. <laughs> uh, I wish I could have found those. I wish I can still find those rabbit masks. <gasps> those. F- I want that full I rabbit we can make, suit. I bet we could make it and our guests would help us do it. Halloween, the three of us as those fucking as those rabbits. rabbits. Babe. But I would, I would actually do some, that. one of someone would have to be lower LD. Someone would have to be LD, not Lena Dunham, the other LD. Anyway, you know what? We're, but you know what? Maybe it's good for this episode to be completely non-linear and nonsensical. Yeah. So who we've continued who our has, streak? Who What's has, our streak at this? Who point? has guest on this podcast yesterday, Ezra? Do you know, you know what I mean, right? I'm not ready for it. I'm not. I need to. I, I need you to explain this movie to me before I can get into like being inside jokey and getting referential because I have questions. We'll talk. But about anyway, it. you start start the intro. I mean, to continue, we're keeping in the family today. I think as as is tradition on this pod, uh, but we're getting even closer. We're kind of going deeper and deeper. Um, Someone that you've known your whole life. That's nope. actually not true. Someone who's known you your whole li- her whole life. Exactly. Say more. I want this to be your special moment. You're so. When I introduced Shah, uh-huh. who is a very old friend of mine, I said things about her perspective, her sense of narrative culture i didn't probably parse it out well enough at the time but she has a real her sense of the world is one that i respect top five this person who i'm a we're about to have on not watched a movie with (laughs) (laughs) i'd say not only do i respect and enjoy and defer to this person's sense of culture. Oh. My sense of culture doesn't exist without this person's sense of oh culture. Oh, my God. It's, Whoa. you know, at times in our life, it has been a tandem bicycle. At times, we've gone off on our own trails and come back and revisited. We watched... I mean, it goes back because we've literally watched probably like 75% of things I've ever seen we've watched together or we've both seen and there's very few people I say this to Ben Price all the time there's very few people whose taste I respect and honor and want 
but this person's taste you know what there no. you <laughs> baby you have your moments you have don't, don't put yourself down you have beautiful moments but this person has amazing taste and her name i don't know enough about it because i honestly haven't asked because it's eclectic I'm, babe it's eclectic I'm, it's very exciting now do the do the yeah. say who it is everybody please welcome ezra's dear sister carmen dun, 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 dun. get in here what are you waiting for it doesn't play so i am proud to present ezra and keith in cinemush thank you for tuning in they are about to smush are you ready You got your moment. You were able to reach your little fucking oh, button. No, 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 no. And now we have to. I know. That, get that all up in so your you face. You have to get it really. Oh, yeah. Said Beyonce. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's. Look at that. Hey, Carmen. You're a little. Can you raise it? Yeah. A little taller. Sitting on my leg. <laughs> Woo! It really has to be like that. Pushing me up. Woohoo! You can also hold it and like move can it. Can I just do what you're doing? You want this one? <laughs> well, can I just. No one likes this one. That's why I took it. Whatever it is, what it is. But you know my posture is bad like that. Same. All right. Well, I also, guess I'll work on it quiet during this. So you're gonna have to make out with that thing. Do I? No. Or are you just your receptor really loud? is very. <laughs> it's both. Yeah. Well, his microphone <laughs> is actually the quietest because it anticipates his being the loudest. Thank God. I was wondering oh, why he so always smart. got the special one. I usually don't. I do. It's, we've moved into. I it. switched it because with your mom was the last time. I was like, okay, we can't give I this to on. guests anymore. Mm. No, because because it's a good mic, but it just picks up very low. Yeah, and you project uh, the best. Yeah, mine is very monotone, and guests often. You two both. I mean, Ezra's a mumbler. At least I'm art- articulate. <laughs> At least I enunciate. You both mumble a little bit. No shame. Okay, fine. It's not my <laughs> fault that my tone of voice is often the same tone as whatever's going around. What? Around. Sorry, just kidding. Um, but it does sound like the fan. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. A deeper low. <laughs> it's his, uh, his voice. A screechy <laughs> fan. That's good. Yeah. Uh, screechy. No. I was just. No. I just wanted you guys to say it wasn't screechy. A low okay, hum. wait. Well, I wanna. Um, well, first of all, oh. I feel like I learned things. I feel like I have questions after During that, that intro. Intr- well, yeah, isn't I, that crazy? Do you I, have questions? <laughs> I mean, I wish that that wasn't said because don't ask me anything about culture. <laughs> I, about my sense of culture. Well, I mean, um, I, that I have to. Well, first of all, thank you. That was really sweet. I, I could cry, you know. <laughs> it makes up for true. that lackluster attempt at a drawing last minute while previous guests have gotten real same treatment real treatment the only the brooks was the only one one that brooks was the only one that took some extra time i I watched you make this and i watched you like get all excited about it and then she also had like the word like her name bro uh the bookshop is still sitting right there yeah it's okay it's okay see the difference with Brooke is Brooke is like a celeb to me a little bit. We're like, <laughs> we're be- we're becoming friends. I hope. So you were like, friends, lay out, put out the red carpet. Well, I just was like nervous, and I was like, you know, is this in her rider? Like, do I have to like? <laughs> suck her oh, that's like, fair. That's fair. Yeah. I guess you had two. Two of the other people who fit my demographic are professional comedians, celebrities. So I guess I have pretty big white woman shoes to fill. Yes, you something. do. 
No, you do. I won't. And my mom. Do it. Oh, yeah. More I guess even with bigger white women's shoes. Yeah. I was. I guess I'm speaking of like uh, yeah. within my age range as well. Middle-aged white women have the biggest shoes to fill and no one wants to talk about it. That's so T. You're the one trying to fill those shoes. <laughs> and you're the one who wants to talk about it. Exactly. I would love to talk about it. Look at these it. glasses. I can't believe I know, these are really of, these are really your glasses. And you know my mom has matching ones. So of course. Of drugstore, these are, uh, well, you know a boy's best friend is his mother. Psycho. Anyway. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so let's talk. First of all, this, if I recall, this film today was your you were like i want to do that for the pod right and you had mm-hmm. seen it Wh- right what made you what put that what brought that together well the director are we talk about it are we not Say it, reveal it okay the movie for today's episode is inland empire um oh, and yeah. the director is one of my all-time favorites david lynch um and i've seen most of his movies i'd say um but inland empire i've tried to start numerous times on my own and i have failed and so i (laughs) needed to be forced to watch it and it was great to watch with you because you're good at um being a stickler for you know no phones yeah you're You're a nazi (laughs) for phones and for distraction which is good because i needed that for this one um but basically yeah i knew i was i knew i needed to watch it and i all and also, he's a director. I guess I could, I could talk about. Yeah, I could try to as much as maybe anyone it, could. Exactly, which is not much. And that's um, another point that I was thinking of before this, which is like, people talk about Lynch, David Lynch, so much, like it's like a, a known commodity, and more in reference to. But what doesn't happen really is like deep analysis it's mm. much rarer because it's really hard it's slippery there's not yeah. a lot to grab onto like you can talk about like well these things like reoccur in his work and you know there is like mm-hmm. a general structure yeah. of the films and like this thematic one? stuff of course well this one i don't know about no you're right you're right i guess not structure but like uh it's the same worldview. yeah it's the same kind of like and it's beyond fluidity of evil mm-hmm. and then like a triumph of good in the end it always com- seems, well, seems to not always but but even that i feel like Whoa. is putting is putting a sort of a structure or cohesiveness yeah. to it that may or may not actually be intended or exist like it's mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like it should be viewed as art kind of and under like understood yeah. in something that exists outside of cinema totally you know yeah um like the way the experience of watching this movie was like being subjected to some uh performance art (laughs) yeah like i don't know makes your skin skin crawl but not for um any not even because of the content necessarily no just the vibe yeah the visceral as far away from cinema as anything any movie he's made before and yeah. it feels like an yeah. appropriate like end almost mm-hmm. of it, of his career where he he hasn't really he has not made a feature since mm-hmm. and, and it's been 17 years yeah it makes it watching it makes me think that the previous movies he was kind of pandering to the 
the industry more than he would have even wanted to watching this i'm like this is actually kind of maybe what he always wanted to do and but Mm -hmm. he knew that like he had to cat like bait an audience and bait the industry before he could really release release yeah yeah i mean before i think it was there was cat he kept it separate where like his other art that wasn't the feet the big films was more this more nebulous like murky Mm -hmm. strange Mm -hmm. off-putting um which like all of his stuff is but of course with this like beautiful sheen yeah and it kind of like draws you in with its kind of like charisma yeah and And there's enough of a narrative in the other ones yeah and big old archetypes yeah and 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 they're like set there's sexiness they're like sexy this one like they're drained drained i mean like the you can't talk about inland empire without talking about digital mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. like shittiest possible the <laughs> kind of digital that is all that is very like video art looking mm-hmm. yeah because it movie. is not the clean digital of like representing reality it's like fuzzy mm-hmm. it's uncomfortable a- to the watch. way it acts with the light everything bl- whited out like uh it feels like some other version it's like reality captured by security cameras mm-hmm. it doesn't feel exactly. right it's yeah and yeah and then those scenes that or he kind of lost he stopped doing this but at the beginning there's like those scenes where the people's faces are just completely blurred yeah. or like or in shadow there's like it seems like there's something being projected over them or it's like uh whatever you call in like video editing where you layer it or something yeah. like and it's so hard to even focus your eye on <laughs> the faces um it's almost so flat that it, but i don't know but also not it's like yeah ridged or something i don't know how why it is but in old digital it seems like there it seems like it works in vertical lines mm-hmm. in some way yeah and it feels like your mind is playing tricks on you yeah. or and it's hard to tell if it's intentional yeah what do you think, Ezra? Yeah, Ezra, you've been sitting <laughs> there all pensive. <laughs> Open that can. I, mean, I guess something I was thinking about or curious about is why he exists. <laughs> oh, my not, God. Not can I tell the story of his life of in his a condensed birth? as I don't possible? Care. No, it's not. But hold on one second. You do. That's not what I was talking about at all. What I mean is like why. No, I understand why he exists because people <laughs> are born. <laughs> to live in this world that we are all born into yeah mm-hmm. but why like in terms of timing of his career mm-hmm. why is it because is it like is it that is it like the kind of circumstance of time like he started in the 80s and 70s worked, right which yeah one? Eraser Eraser head, 75 so he's so I guess that answers my question because it's it, it's very early on and like it's very his movies are very they're not they're very esoteric they don't really like give a lot to the viewer outside of this weirdness that I think people get really drawn to and I just wonder why people are drawn to it and why it's not that because it's not very common I don't think there's I was trying to think of other people to compare him to there's there's definitely people no. who have been influenced by him, but then they take it and they adapt it into a much more narrative, much yes. more conventional mm-hmm. yes. sense. Digestible. There's exactly. no one else with his level of like alienation yeah. and artiness that has that big of a mainstream reputation. It's right. so yeah. crazy. 
So like, why? I have, I have, a th- I mean, I, I have an instinct about why that is like, yeah. I mean, it comes from it's, it's people can relate to it. It's, it's, it's a weirdness that feels entirely American. He is a great American artist. People always say this, right? It's, he's not so many American artists are a lowercase a, right? It's not, it doesn't like, they just happen to be American. His art is of America. You know, he grew up where, you know, hello, connection to me. First of all, his middle name is Keith. I just want to throw that out there. I'm just going to keep that there. He's so ridiculous. He was born in Spokane, Washington. He Mm. grew up between Spokane, Northern Northern Idaho, and Western Montana, which is where a lot of my dad's family is from, where I still have relatives. I spent a lot of time growing up in that exact area. He grew up in the perfect, beautiful, uh, you know, green lawn, white picket fence, suburbia of those areas. Um, And all of his stories about his childhood seem, I mean, first of all, he just seems like the kind of child who is just like picking up on, he's, he's a little bit cracked or at least he's, his third eye is open to the cracks in Mm -hmm. the seams. And I think, he almost has like a border on schizophrenia kind of a brain where it, the way he talks Which about how clear. art comes into his brain is that it's it, is it in another it's another force from a beyond that he has to tune out enough and, and meditate enough for it to reach through. And he, those images are what he makes in his painting, in his film. But it's also everything. largely based on dreams that he's actually yes. had. And, and, and memories from childhood that he doesn't know inc- if they're dreams yeah. or memories. Yeah. And this is what I'm getting which to. Which I can relate to a lot, he which t- is why he connects to me. Because like, that's why he connects to so many people. Or what you're saying, like, he, people can connect in, like, a weird, visceral way that they can't really quite yeah. place. And it's because it really feels... His work I feels like watching a dream or being in a dream in that a it kind of feels familiar Based on all the images that, you're, that, are, that are comfortable, but they're all made so uncomfortable. And just trying to... And yeah, we all remember, at least I do, being a child, and, and the worst kind of nightmares were, like, all of the things that feel safe feeling unsafe. And having mm-hmm. memories of these dreams I would have as a young kid where my mother was just like this monster, but I, but she looked like herself, but her, she, she looked not quite right standing in the kitchen. So eerie. And he, t- he tells these stories about like being, he doesn't know how young, and of course, who knows if these are memories or dreams or both. And he says, I remember, you know, in my quaint little, my little cul-de-sac, a woman, a naked woman covered in bruises, screaming, walking down the street with her arms out. Of course, that image is directly into Blue Velvet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but just like always sensing that there's something not right under the surface. Um, yeah. Do you have any dreams that you aren't sure or they're not? Well, you're not sure. If right. That's why. Yeah. That's how I one way in which I can relate is um, I actually s- like struggle with um placing whether memories are dreams or memories a lot of yeah a lot of my childhood memories i don't know whether they were dreams or yeah yeah Mm. because i have the same thing really because i thought it was because i was a pisces (laughs) (laughs) um but i guess well i had this one thing where like we go to visit these two female friends of we okay our family goes to Uh visit and I can't remember if we ever actually visited them and it was normal. And then I had a preceding dream that they were witches and, or like they were up to no good and they were doing something or like they were going to take us or they were, something was afoot. And I don't remember if these women ever existed because I've never seen them since. I don't know who they are. 
Did but you, I have this. You read the book Witches by Roald Dahl as a kid? Yeah. <gasps> oh my god, a classic. But this was, I think this was before that. Because that book, like, felt really real. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Like, that was, it's like, the scary. first book I would read. And, like, while I was reading it, like, I had to stop. Like, yeah. <laughs> it gave me nightmares. So, I don't know. No, that I mean, kind of sounds like that. It is. I mean, but, like, it's so, it almost, like, but in my mind when I remember them, they're Miyazaki cartoons. Mm. Like, they're not Whoa. real people anymore. But yeah. I, even as a kid, that like motherfucker the back there is this. Yeah, to sum up David Lynch's career is, I don't know. All of you want to sit here and die, but that motherfucker back there is not real. <laughs> it's the woman on the plane. Uh huh. Uh huh. Anyway, that, literally, yeah, that's actually good. That's yeah. Um, I just yeah. yeah, I have a lot of things like that. Um, but also, I guess, kind of to David Lynch's point is like memories and dreams and reality are all equally unreal perhaps because they all just exist in our within right. the I am head. yeah in your head and your perception because i have this rule that if you tell me you remember something before you were four years old you're lying yeah there's someone, no you way you saw a photograph you're lying you yeah. saw well, a photograph it's, it's all a story been that someone you told you a like, story yeah you can take the visuals from your experience and apply to the story because those like, original things are except gone. honestly they've been re they've been <sighs> replaced with they have to be that's isn't that how the brain works that you replace them with your idea of that memory and it just gets exactly. more and more diluted some people remember it when they were born i just don't believe it I'm i think like, david lynch is one of those people actually I'm sure he says that. Now you've just told me that he admits none of that. Sh he doesn't know what's fucking real and what's fake. So he can't tell but me that. But it's real, yeah, it's real if it's in his mind. Yes, and, right. on, and, he, and he's so mm. spiritual in this, you know, yeah. in this intense way where he's so obsessed with like a higher power mm -hmm. and like a beyond that you have to tune yourself to and um, everything being in a pattern, revealing mm -hmm. stuff, numbers letters like you know there's always some strange kind of pinchon-esque like unseeable un, un unknowable like conspiracy behind everything yeah, yeah. <laughs> you but, know yeah it's but, interesting how it's like that but then also the complete opposite where it's just actually nothing is connected at all and everything is completely <laughs> random and makes no sense whatsoever <laughs> it's like how do those things function at the exact same time yeah and I do have this like well one a memory that I always say is my first memory is when you were born. Oh my god! But I think that's a I think it's yeah, a lie. I, I was a I was two and a, I was two and a half. Oh my god! So I don't think I really remember that. But there's pictures that. and stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you remember coming out and saying hello? Yeah. It's never yeah. <laughs> she said don't. She said, I'm not leaving. I'm staying in here. T. Yeah. Loki, both of us, but her. That's more, why I have an awkward stuff. relationship with my mom. Is I remember it too well. <laughs> Weird. I remember being inside you feel of guilty her a little for causing too her well. All that pain. Uh, yeah. And you can never <laughs> live it down. That too. Wow. And yeah, she as she looked at me and she was not happy. <laughs> She's like this, all this for that. <laughs> oh my god. And the, and yeah, and you that's also a, why I don't like birth? doctors. It, was is because easier. A little bit, but similarly, to, like long. Took a long time. Both yeah. took a long time. Oh, she's a small woman. And sh she was big as fuck. Yeah, I was. You were a big baby. I was eleven pounds. <gasps> Ten pounds, eleven ounces. But <gasps> yeah. Jeez. Yeah, and um, that's Origin why I don't shorts. like doctors. Is because while I was in there, I heard the doctor say, "Compare me to taking a a poop, like a really, oh really hard poop." It's like 
I've never. And your little baby. I'll, I'll never forget exactly that. What he was talking about. Yeah, and I said, okay, you, then you don't. English. Then don't push me out. Yeah, then don't push me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a piece of shit. Yeah, don't put me in the world, please. Okay, so I feel Tell me like that's not a scene in Eraser. Literally, like I feel. No, like absolutely. <laughs> well, hello. I'm just the like, doctor saying. Isn't there a, a talking poop in Eraser? There's not talk? a talking poop. There's uh, a. I there's mean, a little <laughs> disease. I don't know what that baby is. If. You know, oh, it's a disease, r- word baby. on the street. You're saying we're being word on the street is that it is a um, lamb fetus. It is a sheep fetus that was being used by the USC, the nearby USC science kids, and David Lynch got one of them to sneak one out. No way. And he's just, but he just like, Wait, that's what actually it is. No, They're the word on that's word on the street because okay, okay. he's not like, true. I don't know. Um, no, but anyway. I think he made that thing. I, I don't. There's no way because it's like too biologic. It's Ugh. clearly biomaterial. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I wrote like in high school. I wrote a paper on David Lynch actually, and I wish I could Queen. remember. And I so I, it was a research paper mm. for my Damn. film literature class. And we had to choose an auteur to write about. So I was like, okay. Um, you were that girl. That's so iconic. You were like, yeah. Anybody heard of David Lynch? Yeah, exactly. I'm a little weird. Everyone else was doing Wes Anderson. Ah, uh, or something. Same shit. I mean, love it, but whoa, 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 whoa! Don't you fucking say don't that. Don't fuck. Yeah, don't say that. Fuck you. Fuck you. Anyway, <laughs> David Lynch. What? Like, no. Yeah. No, I can't. Different well, that's worlds. what I want to talk about because, like, I never. I feel like I was primed, introduced to him by a friend in high school. It was the what was the movie? Who? The first one I saw. Blue Velvet. Was it Mulholland or Blue Velvet? It was Blue Velvet or Eraserhead. Mm. But my first was Mulholland Drive, and it was someone I really respected and would have deferred to all of her taste. Who? Okay. And then. Never mind. <laughs> now <laughs> you're saying who? Oh, never oh, mind. Never mind. <laughs> but then. It w- at the close to that time, you just you started getting really into him. Well, yeah, too, like, me really and that person that had a similar. Yeah, your tastes were re- like there, at taste. that time, especially like you had. There's the something Smiths. about being a yeah, teenager. Yeah, we had the Smiths, the Smiths. We had David Lynch. No, literally, we had and like yeah. or something. Donnie Darko. What is it about high school? <laughs> high schoolers love David Lynch. Why is that one of the first filmmakers that? Young people are like, oh, I know. holy shit. But that was the thing is, I just never got into it. I never mm. sucked his it's movies out. It's not your vibe. Suck his movies out. Seek. Seek his movies. Past tense. Seek his suck. Saw it. Saw it. I never saw, saw his it. movies out. <laughs> saw it. Thank you. Holy shit. Got um, the glasses on, but I still feel dumb. So seek, the past tense of seek is sought. Sucked. Fuck the English, English language. language. Anyway. And. But anyway, so like, because I feel like, us if if you were to stereotype me, you, I'm so, wait, I'm so sorry. Did neither of you know that? that I'm sure I did. Like you know that, you. but when you really like, that's just like pull out. You're like, oh, that's so annoying. What's well, one of those things where you, I knew yeah, it? Yeah, I guess because you don't think there. about it. Seeked, seeked, sucked, sought, sucked. That I don't really see why that Lynchian. would make more sense. Um, yeah. I just see there's a book behind you called David Boring. We'll talk about that later. Um, don't even get me started. Okay, well, hold on. <laughs> Wait, story. What was your thing? Your Boredom story? can be uh, well, a powerful I just feel device. Like, You've talked about this. Like, he, you could easily have, at that time, I could have easily just become obsessed 
with David Lynch, and it never has done it what for do you mean? me. That's so clear. That's He's so never not done it your me. wavelength. I yeah. guess, but like you need or. Mm. No, though. Like, you, it's not I don't think. I think I, it's. Wait, I actually no, know hold why. on. Wayne. I know why. Okay, you say it. I trust you. I, do you want to say your theory? Yeah. After. Is Each that, of you say it. Each is that, say it. I mean, looking yeah, at your you taste now, this. like, you really <laughs> are looking for reality to be um, a tangible, comforting thing and not a the exact opposite. But I love engaging with memory in the dream space. Like, I think mm. those, yeah, those tied to reality mm, are. That's not the initial. Right. What's in the initial response to, to witnessing a David Lynch film? It's, it's, right. uh, it's discomfort. You have to explain that to me after the fact. The fact that it's the dreamlike. Right. Memory. That comes exactly. exactly. That's not what comes first. The first, the feeling that when everyone, you know, mm. the feeling that comes to mind when you think of David Lynch is just like, I, I cannot describe it, but ev- something is very, very wrong. Yeah. And also cool, slow dream pop guitar but you but you like like you can like a slow movie you can like a plotless formless movie you can like a dreamscape so what i think it is is mm. that you look for like the interpersonal relationships between the actors and you look for like connections and (sighs) acting that is in sync with each other where the actors exist Mm. in the same realm and are like actually having an intimate connection in some way whether it's Mm. whatever positive or negative David Lynch's directing, he directs actors as if he's like, don't actually like every live completely in your ho- own head and say these lines. Like they mean and act anything so else than what the words say. Yeah. But you're not actually in the same scene <laughs> as this other person. No. You're both in completely separate scenes. There's <laughs> actually like he gives the one different emotion and then other words and then puts them together so that they just it's not ex- exactly. Yeah. Oy. It's like wow. there's no it's like you everyone's constantly Can missing. We? Eight. Not the rim shot, JK. Which is why, which <laughs> feels like a dream, which is also what works so well for creating the eerie dream uh-huh. space that just like always right outside of reality, no, even if it's like the reality in the movie rather than the it, dream that, part of the yeah, movie. Even that it's like nasty. The, the dialogue is, everything is separate, like nothing actually clicks. Mm-hmm. And like this movie, is spe- Inland Empire especially, <laughs> it's like, no actors are actually engaging with each other, even though they're acting so well. Yeah, it's they like are. they're nothing exists in a way that like relates to the human experience. Mm. Yeah, you know that in makes a neurotypical way. I feel, <laughs> yeah. and I think that yeah. makes, especially for this movie, that makes so much he sense. Why I was give autistic performance? Yeah, exactly. It feels like that, and then some other things too. Hello. Autistic schizophrenic yeah <laughs> all of it yeah yeah because i think that's why this one was so excruciating to watch like more than any of the ones i've ever seen absolutely more than any movie i've ever seen i think <laughs> this movie was you're stranded it was so in an ocean of nothing because mm-hmm. boring isn't even the word it was actually just like oh, it's past I, it's I was yeah. boring it's riveting at times but like but I was like, every five minutes, I was like, I need to run do a lap, yeah. do a run, Which and come back and then watch well, five more minutes and this then do another it be, run. It, it's a movie that kind of has to exist as a theatrical experience. Like, yeah. I, I felt like I didn't truly see it until I saw it in a theater. Mm-hmm. And that experience yeah. was so 
it was like taking LSD and doing a fucking sensory deprivation tank. Genuinely mm-hmm. lost all track of time. Myself walked like wh- I mean like I my friend Evan who works at, at the theater that you know routinely played the restoration and like yeah. did the big run says that every time it's just people like stumbling out like, like zombies yeah. <laughs> like, like you've Where been lobotomized yeah. yeah it really subjects the audience and something that i read actually which made it all make a lot of sense also is that mm-hmm. he this was i think his first movie that he actually ha- didn't have a script yeah he like Whoa. he each like, scene yeah. he would write like the day of or just kind of like jumble the day of just like one after another come up the scenes kind of on the spot and so the actors did not know what the movie was about at any point at apparently the um laura laura dern and just laura and justin (laughs) um your besties would like talk on the set and try to like guess what the movie was about Mm. and like what's would happen that day and i feel like that's like so experienced watching it and that's mm-hmm. so it's everyone's in the boat together and david lynch as well i guess because he didn't even know what he was doing yeah and there's a there's a part that i think is the most like shared part i saw the clip before i ever saw the doc uh from the behind the scenes making of doc of just david lynch sitting in the in the car before their day of shooting and there's just like a mounted camera in the car and he's just sitting there and he's literally like so depressed and what's the, I mean the word is like defeated uh-huh. he's like I have no more inspiration there's nowhere for this to go I think this was all a waste there's like mm-hmm. this is just a failure I can't bring myself yeah. to shoot today <laughs> just like wow I would love to see that that's great I mean yeah Wow. And yeah, okay. So th- I think it's now time to talk. Let's get let's talk details about okay, this movie. Let me start. There's a lot to okay. be said. I just have a question to start. Please, yeah. I want both of your answers individually. <laughs> okay. What? And I know we can't, but like, if you had to sum this movie up, oh baby, how do you do it? Like, because I'm gonna let David. It's Lynch not like sum what it it's about because there. Okay, you go second. The then. L- okay. Okay, if I were to sum this movie up, it would have to do with what I just said, but this is how I would have summed it up before I actually read that Mm -hmm. thing about him not even having a script. But I think it's really, it's about acting and actors. It's about how, it's about what it's like to be an actor. Ding. And like, thank you. You so nailed (laughs) that. Um, And like, that's the only way to make sense of it is just like how actors are, are... empty vessels that experience things and like you never really know where you are or wh- where as an actor your sense of self lies mm-hmm. your and soul you lies like your and yeah and then <laughs> like it's just like everything's a mess and like you lose sense of self lose sense of character it all blurs and it's just like beyond being about like a movie within a movie it's really just about like the experience of being an actor in a specifically in hollywood. your life in hollywood yeah in hollywood um, and I think, yeah, that's kind of how I make the most. Because then also the people, the characters in the movie that are not the two actors yeah. are all the craziest. Yes. Like they're like Justin and <laughs> they're Laura like are the ones that are, yeah, are like the ones that 
actually seem like maybe real humans while Correct. everyone else in the movie is so so unattainable like a mon like some kind of weird creature like so mm. bizarre and it's just like it, uh, experiencing i don't yeah i don't know actually <laughs> now it's a no you're a spitting tangent, but it's like you're spitting i don't know loot just say uh, yeah something about acting and then just fully losing sense of it all being s- yeah uh. and then behind that i think i mean Dave, like this movie has one of the greatest log lines taglines that was like oh, I think at some point maybe even the other title or the subtitle because of how the posters look mm-hmm. but just a woman in trouble <laughs> that's it yeah and so the other side of that is like not just acting but actresses mm-hmm. and, perf- yeah. and being an actress in Hollywood in yeah. the long totally maybe even centuries old subjugation of women and of Mm -hmm. course he like many others ties it directly to prostitution yeah yeah Yeah, i was gonna ask about that right yeah um and that this cursed which is also a performance art hello hello what's the difference when we're acting for for the audience and and charming them and being paid for it where does it we've talked about that i mean like and if you want to talk about this right here I'm yeah. blonde I'm holding blonde yeah. um, when well, I was thinking about that exactly. in the way just like in the way bodies are shot as women's bodies are shot in all movies but even in this I was like I was thinking about nudity mm-hmm. what is required of women in as actors mm-hmm. in movies in Hollywood across movies you know across the globe really it's so and I wasn't thinking about I guess I was and I was thinking about how it is you're being paid you know we can people can say it's an art and it is and you they can say you're being paid for your performance and for your skill and you are in some ways also for your soul but for yeah. your soul and for your body yeah. It's it's so different from it's so hard for me to actually think of acting as an art and I've argued I got an argument about this because mm. um, it really it really exists as something that like it's completely different and yeah it's like not only your it's your soul and your body and like kind of losing both yeah losing both and bam in a way yeah in a way that's like more extreme than modeling or the other or like dancing or the other body arts yeah. which are seen in the film as well yeah funny uh, enough one of the best scenes is the burlesque yeah show yeah just when they start yeah when they start dancing and <sighs> doing the musical number i'm gonna try and make another that. come along with me if you can i don't know if i'm even tr- trying to make sense here but i just thought of a interesting through line of like the transformation from uh, of just like well because the naked woman in art has been millennia maybe just the woman in art because they're the nude rose up later on but from like the egyptian perfect cold goddess nefertiti all angles and dominance and perfection to like the the rubenesque religious you know solipsistic reclining Mm -hmm. gazing in the mirror you know venuses of like the renaissance era Mm-hmm. And then that, and that's how so many of the people actual, the women actually posing from 1500s on 
because the only women you could get because you could pay them for their time were prostitutes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you go through to Picasso, who's, you know, artists in the in the 20s who were, like, obsessed with prostitutes. And, and, and you know, uh, I mean, <laughs> and then those w- figures t- pop out of the paintings mm-hmm. into movies where yeah. these are real, real women. And it's a different and it's a profession that is labeled. And, of course, if we think about Ch- Damien Chazelle's Babylon, right, like. Back in the day, actresses were on the level of whores and thieves. They were seen that way for a reason. Well, and they what, were low class. What, it took a, it took a weird kind of like moral conundrum and other stuff in the in the country to turn and transform that job into something glamorous and yeah. and refined. Um, you know, and, and bring back the like, no, she's a st- woman of the stage of of high class and and letters, and you know. Um, and I, of course, the opening lines of the movie, they're a little muffled, but it's the, it's the record mm-hmm. going down. And it says, and now the longest running radio play of all time continues a Polish street that night, I think is what's said. The oldest, ra- like the oldest story ever told, you know, like he, he, he wants it to feel like this yeah. curse or whatever and then the first scene has been in, innate for so long with the prostitute with in the Poland face. when they have the blurred faces mm. and then like that saying, I know scene kind of never comes back like I mean no. even though it comes back in various ways it's but like, just to I plant the seed at the beginning I know yeah. because if you really remember like, if you go back to the beginning you because it's a movie that fully gets lost yeah you you abandon and bits and pieces that like, I mean it are starts in reality like these characters there's a, they're it's a recognizable version of Hollywood like they're on a soundstage the mm-hmm. director is talking about the film yeah, like it's, you, it's 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 grounded he, you know he grounds you for about and then Devin's friends minutes, and of course maybe. okay ooh we're about to we're getting into the this is fun remember all the stuff with Devin and and of course when when little miss La- Diane Ladd oh. Mrs. Bruce Stern oh. Laura's mother herself oh. shows up as Marilyn or Marianne or whatever her the, the woman who's the hosting neighbor. the show <laughs> no no the, the woman oh, hosting oh, 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 oh. stars yeah. show who's like oh, oh Devin yeah. are you going to be able to keep your hands right, off that's her? Laura Dern's mom that's Diane Ladd baby who also plays who her mother in David Ladd, Lynch's though? Academy Award nominated incredible character actress, wife of Bruce Stern. I mean, Duh. also, hello, let's talk about, <laughs> if we're talking about this movie and acting, Laura Dern is the perfect choice. She is of Hollywood. She grew up mm-hmm. on sets. She literally always says, mm-hmm. I only ever grew up on with either of my parents on set. And then she started acting as a child. Like, she only knows Hollywood. She's is, she is beyond. She's and really somehow beyond. she seems almost angelic. Mm-hmm. And also, and if you said untouched, and exactly. yet you know if you said she was that an cannot actor. be true, especially when you see her performance in this movie. Wait, yeah. she seems angelic and untouched. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's part of maybe her performance of herself or in, something. In no, all? I mean in her life, right? She's oh. just like so happy and, and amenable and, and and confident and um, you know. But also, that seems like a, a performance as well. It, Laura it's Dern as Laura Dern, you're saying? No, just her in her life, not in this movie. The yeah, actual yeah, yeah. person, Laura Dern as Laura, forward, the public saying, facing version Laura of her. Dern saying the same as thing. Laura Dern. You're saying the same thing. <laughs> well, mine is a question. <laughs> right, which is uh, in my and mind the answer is yes. The same exact thing. And the answer is yes. <laughs> like yes. We're just getting metaphysical. I, but anyway, don't loop me into this. I was just trying to clarify what was being said at all. 
Um, so Laura like Dern in Laura Dern's life as a person is angelic and happy. Her star persona, yes, and uh-huh. it always has been. She's always been so, but down to earth, bright too. and sunny, yeah. yeah, totally, and like girl next door vibes, you know, and like kind of. She's you're kind of like your best like friend, a weirdo though. She's a weirdo. Yeah, she has always she given always like the kind of weirdo. Greta Gerwig clunk, yeah. clunky vibes, but like yeah. kind of weirder. Greta Gerwig in person. Yeah, and like, and an there is something uncanny about her, which the makes assemblage of all of her, her and David Lynch's partnership make a lot of sense. Well, she makes, yeah, she makes exactly. That's um, not like a fart from a butt. <laughs> from a butt. That's where not like else? a damn fart from <laughs> a damn butt. Really like Jesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> where else do farts come from? The bus, I guess. But that's why it's uh, funny to um, say fart yeah, from a butt. That's the joke. Um, but. He loves. It's also his obsession with Kyle MacLachlan. Is like yes. these people who yeah. are so sweet, like so like and s- mid like Midwestern yeah, golden boy politeness or whatever. Very, like yeah. so so sweet and yet so like can hold such raw, darkness. Like yeah yeah sca- yeah eerie and scary and kind of unhinged. Yeah, or both able to be. Lumpy. You're not. No one's really? gonna They're hear scrawny. that. I'm talking loud. <laughs> lumpy, they both seem kind they're of. They're both lumpy, but lumpy in the Lord way Dern that like, is all angles. But no, no, yeah. they're both very She's angular. But what I mean is lumpy and like they're almost like Laura Dern almost looks like an actress. My Kyle MacLachlan almost looks or like a movie star. They almost yeah, look like movie but stars, not but not yeah. quite. They're yeah. lumpy. I agree about Laura Dern. Kyle but put him like next to like a, on, is, is like a gold, little golden boy. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. I agree. When he was young, he was he was cute, but like He's in like essence, they both without okay, lips. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't Let's know about relax. that. And without meat. He's like that's what I mean. Is like he's not yeah, quite yeah, a James yeah. Dean. He's They're not like, quite a Marlon Brando. No, he's cuter. Brad he's like Pitt. more of a Mickey Rooney. If you suck all yeah. the like muscle and fat out of a actor or a celebrity, he's more like a Robert De Niro or like a um. Who's the other Scorsese guy? The little one. Joe Pesci? Richard. No, 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 no. Earlier. Better looking. Mean Streets. Harvey Keitel? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I know what you mean, though, in general. Just and like honestly, a, little off, a little off the beaten path. I think you could say that about Justin Thoreau, too. And now. Ooh, Justin Thoreau well, is now very much you wouldn't in the say Kyle MacLachlan. Yeah, I agree. The, yeah, now you wouldn't say because he he's in. Other hair. things for men, yeah. Yeah, for men and blonde women. Blonde women, blonde, and then like, like s- maybe ethnically ambiguously yeah, 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 yeah. Latin women. That too, Eastern European, or yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where those two collide, and then the like all American <laughs> blondie. People love to say that like Eastern European women are Latina, and that like Albanians are actually Latina, and they're p- they're part of the Latina belt. Have you have you heard of that? No. Does he, that include the Caucasians? Like, seems like a believer include, of them. Yes, oh. Armenia is in yeah. the Latina belt. Mm-hmm. Correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so being that you you brought up the whole thing about like this is a view of acting, right? right. We have to talk about first of all. It feels like this film is a direct response to Mulholland Drive. Hmm. It feels like it's cuz it's it's dark sister. Mm-hmm. I barely remember that movie. That's too bad. I know. Yeah, but also that, like if times. we're talking about like how it's about acting, let's let's dive into let's try and parse out the many different 
characters and personas that Laura Dern becomes in this movie. Oof. It starts to get kind of muddy, but like there are people maybe. I mean, there's there's Susan Blue, which is the character in the script, the the most obvious. Like she's that's just the character Susie. she's playing. Which yeah. I love. We have Susan Blue and Billy Side S B B S. Um, uh-huh. All right, let me list a few because I want to see if I get anything. Okay. In my mind, there's. Well, I also want to know what you. Back to your original question. Do yeah. you have an answer to it? To what this movie is about? Yeah. I think I was oh, interesting. leaning towards a less articulate version of what you said. <laughs> okay. But I was also thinking a lot about. I guess unraveling. Like unraveling of like like you you said as well in the beginning it does feel almost like here's a woman who's a you know a faded actress who's looking for a new part and gets this part and we're gonna make the movie now and then it kind of unravels so the entire narrative unravels and she unravels with it Mm -hmm. and i don't know i think it was i was i asked the question because it was really difficult for me to answer it of like what I mean with any of his movies what the fuck <laughs> and then but what this one makes the other ones make so like now it I'm like the other ones of. are really I like don't, I don't classics, remember them enough like classic Hollywood films yeah. in comparison that's hilarious like, but it's but actually like, yeah. crazy like I'm just like wow I was just never so 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 lost and also just he's basically the looked back the scan and was like this is what's going on under the service sweetheart this is what happens if i don't clean exa- up or edit exactly. anything because it's it the editing the and it's the, f- it's the filming and the editing it's just like he was letting it just come out and do oh whatever God, but in some ways to me it felt more tethered than the ones i'm or maybe i'm i'm missing things in my memory of them but it felt more tethered to like it all felt tied together mm-hmm. whether we're in poland whether we're with the prostitutes whether we're with laura dern whether we're on it set all wrapped up it all felt like like blue velvet felt more untethered to me yeah it, mulholland it, drive felt blue, more untethered blue to velvet, me you get a peek through a peephole of like something so unknowably dark and and scary yeah. and, and terrifying and that i just could i'm like these are not related to each other it feels and maybe i was younger and couldn't pick up on a through line or didn't have enough Mm. basis of which to view it yeah so with this it was like because it sets up the rules not the rules but in the beginning you're like prostitution making a movie and like this the kind of basis is laid and then everything, even if it gets as crazy as it, when it gets as crazy as it does, it all still feels tied back to that core. So I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just all that, you know, the confusion only comes from, are we making a movie or are we not making a movie? Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. the confusion. Like, so it felt it like a tether. in the movie or outside? Right. Yeah. And like, so it did feel tethered I mean, to the reality. swallowed up by it. It seems like she literally, yeah. I mean, if you take, first of all, Mulholland Drive is like the clean version mm-hmm. where it's very easy. There's a, there's an obvious interpretation of that movie. There's not a lot, of, like some people would say it's, it's, it's unknowable, but like, it's pretty obvious. The yeah. first half is a dream all the signs of reality are trying to poke through her dream that is first is so perfect and everything is great. And she's, she, she wipes the, you know, the, the person she's obsessed with 
who who doesn't know anything is perfect and pliable and 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 doe-eyed and you know but then all the real details of her really sordid chewed out by hollywood nasty life starts to slowly come through and then unfortunately she finds the key in the box goes back to reality where you see that this woman that she's obsessed with who who was her lover in the dream uh, is horribly manipulative and abusive to her and basically like took everything that she ever wanted, her career, her, mm. the, her man, the director, the fame, uh, and just humiliated her, leading her to suicide. Mm. Um, you know, so it's right there. And then, of course, like one of the big pivotal scenes of Mulholland Drive, which is still during the dream sequence, but heading towards the transition at Silencio, when everything is, when you, when it's, which is literally telling you everything is fake and nothing's real. Um, she has an audition scene and the char- this character in the dream is like, I just got off the I just got off the plane from Ontario and I'm just so perfect and innocent and I would never have known and the audition scene you see her rehearsing it like it's so silly it's a silly little soap opera kind of a thing and then suddenly she acts it out in the audition scene and she is so full overflowing with dark sexuality and then just snaps back out of it and you're like what the fuck and there's and if you take that to Mulholland Drive, you know, there is no more. This was fa- fantasy. This was reality. The project Wait. itself is cursed. Wait, you mean to inland? Take that to in inland, inland Empire. Oh, okay, there okay. is no longer a divide. It is the project itself brings you you it has power over you if you right. act in it you're going to be sucked into it into the literal blender of all these women sitting in the house are mm-hmm. they prostitutes are they actresses you know then right. she's also in this strange house that seems to be like the deep one of the deep centers she's also just like the most boring housewife but then of course when she starts telling stories about it this the mm-hmm. version of herself mm-hmm. my favorite in the version of interrogation her, which room is her her hillbilly mm-hmm. hillbilly mm-hmm. like what what would you how would you describe this character mm-hmm. she's the most scarred j- like uh the word isn't jaded it's um disillusioned i don't know just like completely disaffected i guess mm-hmm. Des- desensitized mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. she she tells stories of how she learned about how the world works when my daddy first tried a very American kind of, but like full of filth and nastiness and violence. And she swears as much as humanly possible throughout telling all the stories. You know, he's fucking sticks his fucking pecker at me and I fucking gash his fucking eye out and there's goo and, and all the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. On top of a bland, the weirdly, those are the stories being told from a, what looks like a completely bland like drained of all excitement suburban life in which she's whipping up eggs in her flip flops and trudging out to take out the trash and, and but then know. she also lives in that mansion like right Nikki the actress lives in uh, yeah. this weird well, in, European in my mind they're in my mind they're all actors all mm. her personal well, even that jaded characters, one characters like, you mean no they're all like a, they all at one point in their life were, are either aspiring actors successful actors working actors or like the jaded one you're talking about turning tricks at the bar yeah in my mind like she came to hollywood to be an actor Mm. and it never really worked out Mm. and she comes from that background of like 
I needed to escape this world like so many. to go to Hollywood. Exactly. Which right. was so of the original stars. That it could right. Big Mar- reminds me of Babylon again. Marilyn Monroe. Like we always Hello. Yeah. 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 But ugh, to your point in connecting Mulholland Drive and Inland Empire, I'd also say, because you're saying your interpretation of Mulholland Drive is that the first half was a dream, which maybe like is the correct interpretation it's or something. Or I don't know. It's at least it's, it's her a, fantasy. Right. Well, I feel like Mulholland Drive is the two women. There's an argument that the two women are one per. It's there. It's about one person who is Diana being acted Camilla. by two different act like real life actresses yeah. at different times, and then with Inland Empire, it's just Laura Dern, hmm. but it's like so many more characters than that. It's like there's two. Or all right, there's one character. There's one character that has like two sides in Mulholland mm. Drive, and also two actual act, two actual like yes, visually the different and the brunette women, yeah, actresses. And then Inland Empire, it's all it's all Laura, and then it's a million characters. It feels it's like it's like every. It, it seems like the attempt because Mulholland Drive was very. It it also kind of came about. I don't know if um, it, it has a weird origin story, like. Part of it, part of it, and you can see the quality change throughout the mm-hmm. film, was filmed as a pilot for a TV show oh, that yeah, was then yeah, rejected. Right, right, right. Then he decided to turn it into a movie and film other stuff. Mm-hmm. So a lot of all of the all of the most like fantasy, you know, mm-hmm. kooky stuff of the first yeah. half was all that was just the pilot. Um, and then he morphed out from there, but he wrote it very pointedly and knew what it was going to be. And then I think it's, it seems like what he started rubbing up against in the back half of Mulholland Drive, he was like, you know what? I think in order to get at that stuff that started coming out when I was more freed and not for working for a studio, mm-hmm. I want to just take my little t- digital camera yeah. and just not think and just feel and try and take erase all the hard lines that were drawn in that movie to make it just miasma mm-hmm. amoeba here's my question moving on slightly or did Please we not me. even answer your question yet uh, this we really did we does did feel like this conversation is kind is of mirroring the movie because <laughs> i don't even know is. what we're talking about <laughs> yeah. i don't know what i'm saying i don't know what either of you are saying where am, where am i <laughs> i know what am i doing like why am i what's I up with this fucking mic which I me is it. me oh yeah i thought it was it's yesterday right. I mean, but right. i know it's tomorrow um, also, wait, sorry. I have to. I can't believe I keep avoiding doing this. I have to get this out of the way because I might never remember. The governing, the line to me that really brings home the essence of what being an actor is, is the amount of times that o- the women ask to each other in d- literally different languages, <laughs> look at me and tell me if you've known me before. Mm. Like, have you seen me in something? Yeah, yeah. Do you know me as someone else? Like, I don't even know who I like. Like, because I don't. Also, watching that movie, I'm like, have I seen? We just watched yeah. also the um, <gasps> like deleted scenes. I we guess we did. We watched the strange, um, which are even more, even muddier. Oh my, yeah. yeah. Well, let's not even get started on that yet. But <laughs> watching that, I'm like, oh, no, this know. actress wasn't even in the movie. I wouldn't. I don't even know. Like, was this character in the movie? Was this actress in the movie? And even within the movie itself, and not the deleted scenes it's like i don't know who i've even seen before who's playing yeah they all they all feel like actresses like just cut out and dropped down and like they're sit like sedated or something (laughs) (laughs) and they're all sitting there 
no yeah like yeah. they're all in like they that. all feel so intensely and are acting so intensely yeah. but like there's no actual person no behind the acting and the performance it's even though the performances facade. are so good yeah okay. well i was that made me think that it's all like you know that room the waiting room before an audition where all the actors are sitting yes. together it's just like <gasps> multiple rooms of like oh the God. same all these brunettes casting to play the same character all, you know they all these are. characters casting to play. i'm like they're just in this limbo Wait, and that is that also is that's like right when they're talking to each other it feels like they're running lines for two separate movies yes, that yeah. like are yes. slightly like they almost connect like it's almost a conversation right. but it's actually just not a conversation at all but then so yes. uh, when, <laughs> when they just say yeah <laughs> tits and ass <laughs> and stuff like that where you're just like and they're polite but competitive mm-hmm. <laughs> wow and i've really felt that also with the scenes and the what i'm calling the interrogation room what you're calling the yeah. jaded laura with her little mouth Mr. Yeah. Glasses um, cut and yeah, Mr. Glasses. It's like the, every monologue. It just actually feels like that's just an act. Like it feels like an acting uh, lesson or something. It's just like oh, like an actor reciting a monologue. It is so. With, it's like, almost like an audition. Yeah. It's all, you know, it's an audition. There, oh it's a God. bunch of different monologues like an audition. for auditions. Yeah. Like they're all trying to kind of get at the same. Emo- like emotion of like being yeah being abused and having this like intense trauma that just yeah made you and being jaded. very like dismissive Whatever. about it yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um yeah. another one i have to give one of my favorite line readings which is they said i said fucker came to be reaping what he's sowing <laughs> they said fucker been sowing some kind of heavy shit anyway yeah Sorry. In my mind, there are four. Oh, I was gonna do the uh, claps. Oh, sorry. Thank claps you. for Keith. We know he loves his performances. He's an actor. Speaking of actors, what's the real Keith? How many Keiths are there? At least six. At least six. And that I think there's, I count four. Laura Derns. Really? Oh God. Mickey and Susan, original the original Susan, the like. Oh no, I can't have an affair with you know like her, and then. There's Gutterbutt, Laura Dern, that we were just talking about. And then there's just Housewife Laura yeah. Dern, I'll make you some food. Uh-huh. But then and there's like also the house. Demon Laura Dern. You can't forget yeah. the demon. Oh well, and then there's Prostitute Laura Dern, too. This, yes. The iconic smile yes. demon. I'm afraid. <laughs> and, of course, her coming up. You see a, it, it's an image of a painted clown a horror. fading it's off a, yeah. to... Her with her a spotlight smiling. coming through <laughs> and going to the camera. That is, uh, I love Twisting her face that. in a way I that I, no that. one else could ever no, do. She does some show with her face in this one. Oh, Bruh. my God. That's that's what we're saying. Like, she's little and of course small town clown. sweetie, but then she's... Yeah, exactly. Demons. The demons. Like, she actually <laughs> does. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I distinguish them like this. Okay. R- you know, rich Laura Dern, you know in a faded moment of a career that was probably once mm-hmm. blossomed seeking this kind of the original the first Nikki the first Grace. one yes. Nikki, Grace. Nikki who's also married to like some rich polish gangster who maybe people talk about like do you know who yeah, he is exactly. he runs this whole town yeah. like number two and the fact can we just say that this is 2006 yeah was, this, this movie and was this made is his, he's like he been new the, the industry you know what I mean you yeah. think about the Weinstein of it all like it's very that he was he was woke to it. That's yeah. clear. Yeah, I'm sure he saw oh, some things. He oh, knows there's no doubt. 
So there's that, the rich Loradern. Then there's the poor, you know, came to Hollywood, but never made it. The interrogation Loradern. Okay, yeah. Then there's the innocent newcomer actress Laura Dern mm. who in my mind is the housewife Laura Dern mm. in some ways like that one is either goes between the jaded yeah she's more naive and the she's naive like one. also because all her scenes with Justin Thoreau except maybe when they're in bed together she feels scene. like a brand new actress like what's that movie oh it's um in lovely and amazing the Nicole Hall Center movie when Emily Mortimer gets cast in that movie with Dermot Mulroney and Dermot Mulroney is playing like this sexy like movie star and she's very like newcomer vibes there's Laura Dern and Justin Thoreau scenes together felt very much that sometimes so I put that as its Mm, own Laura Dern kind of doesn't match up with yeah yeah, it's very like innocent like you know and maybe she's married and that and the guy she's married to is the Polish one who's in the apartment with her who's kind of like yes not the rich, powerful guy in the same way, even though but he similarly, similarly scary. Yeah. And I think I, I do love that the story, the original story, in you know, it's cursed that someone will die, and it is just a, a severe, this most simple story of adultery and revenge. Yeah, of like the woman who was previously, you know, who was the wife. Yeah, uh, both of. The, her husband and the character of Billy, Justin Thoreau's character, at the same time, uh-huh. uh, is going to be who stabs her. And yeah. it's the simplest, like, most boring, but most classic. And she's the same woman story. who's watching her on TV, right? No. no. That's a different Julia woman? Ormond is different than the Polish girl watching TV. No, the... Wait, the girl... They do look similar, though, and I'm sure that's no accident. Because as you so said... So when she walks into the room with the woman... That's a different actress the than the one who stabs her. That is a different actress than the one yes, who stabs her. Yes, the one her. she kisses. Correct. That is different. That's a different okay. woman. Yeah. Oh I thought that was the same as person. Well, fault. I my think fault. that was on. I don't no, think that's, that's a mistake I mean, because, as you said before, like all a lot of these brunette women in this movie. I'm like, yeah. have look I as seen you before? I don't know. I don't know. Um, and then, like, so there's I know, so maybe just I'm getting into two just like random shit but, that doesn't make and sense. Yet, but. What else can you do with a movie like yeah. this than just look into corners so and that, see what you've The <laughs> actor yeah. who plays her husband is the same when she's rich and when she's poor. Yeah. Yes. And is he the same guy who kind of gets killed yep. in Poland? He gets killed. Okay. Mm-hmm. But he has no facial hair in Poland. Correct. Does he ever have facial hair? He, he has, has like five o'clock shadow. When, they, okay. when they're in the small house. Oh, when they're poor. Which they're seems right. to be in like Missouri or something <laughs> dark. I can't even get into the evil guy. There's the so watch much sales, more. I don't even oh, know what yeah. to say. We haven't even yeah, talked about yeah. the rabbit. Well, here's my question I about the rabbit. We haven't talked the about the rabbit. Okay. That's, the, you know, the, the laugh track and like. We have time to talk about the rabbits. I want to talk about the rabbits because in the way you both have been laying it out of like. You know, let's say that's a the rabbit sitcom. Why are they rabbits? Why aren't they like mice or rats? Because that's just more like well, what, rabbits why rabbits? Is David Lynch's thing. And okay. of course, once again, like rabbits was a previous project. It was called Rabbits. It's Shut like, exactly. the fuck up! It's like thirty-five minutes. You know, it's he has he a short film of correct, literally of just that, that basically of so, rabbits who are humans but just with rabbits. And heads. that grew into this. <laughs> Right, this that, and of course, like classic David Lynch, there's gonna be beings in another room that are dictating everything that seem to be the source of all evil, like 
you know, like in this in, in Inland Empire, you see it in the room with all the old people and pull them with the candles at that dinner table. It looks exactly yeah. like the the place above the gas station that is revealed to be like the home of the Black Lodge dwellers at Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. Can we talk about yeah. how his like everything you've laid out about it was a pilot turned into a movie. It was a rabbits turned into a It's all the same for him. It's all one but project. Yeah. Can we talk about how that's just so honest? He like, has a world. I know. I think that's how basically every He's, filmmaker like works. Painter. Right? Because you can't assume that you're going to work project to project and over. see it to its completion or it's going to get picked up. The most honest thing is to be like, well, they said no to this. Let's fucking do this. I did this. Let's feed it into that. Like the idea yeah. that <laughs> the idea that you're each film you make is it's just has to be a piece of art thing. and yeah. that's fuck yourself but that's yeah. why he's also like a, he's a multimedia artist even within just his movies like yeah. he's also done like animations and mm-hmm, shit mm-hmm, like it's cr- yeah. he's he's actually beyond um he's that but guy. yeah this, and this movie itself is like yeah. movie within a movie not only like movie within a movie like the meadow plot that it is but then also yeah his own short movie basically in this movie that's like is kind of not like even tied in very well and at yet all. is also positioned as like the the linchpin ha 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 <laughs> uh keeping it all together and the source of everything that like they're both the polish people and yeah, like something about the, the phone, hollywood like, people yeah access and that to free everything she has to find the rabbits, the rabbits. And of course, and that she shoots the evil Polish guy, and he turns into it's his face with her Laura Dern demon face plastered <laughs> on top of it. That was, oh I was like, I'm God, gonna have yeah. nightmares tonight. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> that was the most eerie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, just he visual. Loves, yeah, just he wrong. needs at least one like true monster. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, my question is, it which I mean, I don't know if it will actually prompt interesting discussion but i feel like i imagine so i the male actors in the movie i'm cu- like i'm curious what you thought about the, them because mm. justin thoreau i feel like he actually wasn't in the movie that much i he, feel like he like, after the first hour he just disappears completely gone and like the hus the polish husband man is in it so much more but also so just be, like yeah. never for more than it feels like a second i feel like he has like very minimal lines mm-hmm. that are kind of forgettable. It's like there's actually kind of no like yeah, there's kind of no men in the movie. It feels like yeah, which I wouldn't, which I guess could be said of Mulholland Drive a bit. But like I feel like That's I wouldn't right. say that about any of his other movies as much as this. Like no. Justin Thoreau, like I really thought it was gonna be a two a two person performance. Yes, or like two star performance. Between the two of them. Yeah. Obviously, like, with Laura Dern, like, you know, he loves, the wa- like, women and but no, Laura Dern being the star. But no, it's an important delineation that, Death like, disappears. he's fine. You know what I mean? Like, Devin, the actor, uh-huh. does not get devoured by this film. It's all, it's only the woman. Every, I mean, it seems like the history of this project is always the woman. But well, they don't even, like, yeah. oh, 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 oh. I can't believe I haven't even brought it back to, like, maybe the, the, the scene, the opening scene that's not all the weird stuff, the first grounded scene, which kind of seems to, which also you see the girl in the room, you first see a zoomed uh, clips of it on the TV, 
which is Grace Zabriskie as the Polish neighbor coming to visit her. Yeah. And she tells a story that kind of lays out the whole thing. She says, mm-hmm. well, first, so first is a boy went out to play. Uh-huh. When he passed through the door, a reflection was made. And Eiffel was right. born and followed the boy. And the variation, the girl. You A girl, the variation, a girl. So the boy creates it. There's a split. Good, like evil, right? He's the one passing through the door, which could also mm-hmm. be a screen, right? A um, girl, and a the girl, girl, girl goes, out and she goes out to play, but gets lost in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. The marketplace. She's lost in his creation. She's the she's the person trapped inside, right? <laughs> I think that's very important. And also the marketplace. And then that she, that's be, when that's she like goes through. That's when it a starts word to get that could be up. used for Hollywood or for like oh. being a prostitute on the streets. It's like it's yeah, the market. The alley behind the market. She gets lost oh in the market God, that like she's being sold Hollywood. in. <gasps> Wait, that she's like, the product of. We're like. Stemming. We're putting shit together. Mm. I never thought about that. That's genius. Well, and also, yeah. Well, no. She goes the, into the, the mouth well, of the first, All right. Well, first the boy goes and sees his reflection or whatever, and it creates his creates double. Evil. Yeah. So, what is like? What is that? That's creates just, is his that, double. Is that? I think that's Justin Thoreau the and art the or husband, films, like, like in general, but especially like. The extreme maleness of Hollywood, but with like within a, a the woman movie, lost in a man's reflection feels like uh, some kind rings with some kind of truth with like you know the studio system of like in the forties and fifties. You know, if you think about Madeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh well, I mean, I was thinking about the lack, the way the men are so minimal, like we were talking about. Or just ominous figures, Yeah, but symbols. I think that it goes to what we were, I was saying earlier about the space. Yes, men in movies take up more space, but the dichotomy between men and women in movies, in my mind, is like, what does a woman have to put out there, like I was saying, to be in a movie, to be a successful actress versus what a man has to put out? It's so... Mm-hmm. Like, you could argue that no one really or at least in the early times like going to a movie to look at a man meant something so different than to go to a movie to look at a woman because you're identifying with the man and you are gazing at the un- the the perfect kind of pedestalized woman and there's just like to be i mean there's sacrifice to be an actor for sure it applies to everybody but the sacrifice between those two is so different and yeah like with that reflection with the boy seeing his reflection is like he doesn't just see himself he sees the world around him mm. he sees what's behind well, him he goes he's going out to play yeah yeah he's going out into the world from and the home so it's like he see you know it's he sees it's not like someone took a photo of him or someone videotaped him and he saw that it's his reflection which means he's in control of it still yeah yeah and but she I don't think that means he sees the world around him. Well, just like he, he sees mm. himself in that moment, and only he exists. And I just mean the when I say the world around, and I just mean his surroundings in that moment, right? Versus not yeah, not the wider world. No, not like something. But I think he's that world. Not he. A world, world right. is created right. with like that is his reflection, which is evil, which is whatever the 
society is society yeah mm. patriarchal society and you're in control you're just in control of your f- reflection the way you're not in control if someone's taking a picture of you Oof. yeah mm. yeah wow and the way you're not in control if you're lost in a marketplace right <laughs> very much not in control carmen you say you're lost all the time as a kid did you Kind of intentionally though. Just I wouldn't. Totally. I wouldn't get lost. I would just wander. You seem like a very touched child. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were, kind of like seeing into the, well, netherverse. Yeah, I mean, the line between reality and something else was crossed and continues to be crossed. It's Tea. it's a difficult existence. And that's why I was such a good actor in my acting days. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, boy. You had acting days? Yeah, I studied. I majored in acting in high school at LaGuardia High School. Oh, the fame of school. course. Yeah. I knew that, but Alongside I always... Alongside my contemporaries, Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> Ansel Elgort, Ansel. Yeah. Madonna's daughter. <laughs> Lourdes, who yeah. dated to me. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Who's now like a dark pop diva something because of earth eater anyway we saw like key collaborator inspiration really? Really? i didn't even know they were i didn't like know they knew each other oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. Lourdes was in, is all, in all her music videos and then like they have the same producer wow anyway news to me well like that's how how do we move on for how do we I, honestly i think we all sat down not expecting to reveal so much about this movie like there's more but i don't think anyone who could listen to this conversation who hasn't seen it could understand a single absolutely thing. not you have but to i think we didn't reveal it. anything in the context of this podcast i think this is some of the best work we've done in terms of like actually keying into moments <laughs> well like and actually like it feels at least yeah. from where i am right now it feels like we touched on things we were good at explaining the moments we were talking about Whereas, like, we could talk about a much more digest. We've talked about much more obvious movies. The movie, if anything, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It, y'all watch it in a theater if you can. Just rent out a theater. For I your mean, friends. the first fun- funny enough, the first time I don't saw this watch movie the deleted was scenes, also though. kind of a vibe, which was. I mean, I like the I like the deleted scenes basically just more of a, a as a special feature. Not if I if I watched to it show under, you what the filming yeah. was like. I would have rather just watched the deleted scenes. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Are you kidding? Not really. Um, well, now now I forgot what I was saying. Oh, well, yeah. Well, the first time I watched this was during the day while my parents were away. And I was just alone at the house all day. And I was just on my desktop watching like an illegal streaming link. Just sitting in the desk chair in my house. And afterwards, literally <laughs> being like, "I this is not my house. Nothing looks the same anymore. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll never forget you it. You crossed over. Yeah. I crossed over. <laughs> mm. yeah. I mean, I think we did it. I think we did a really good job. Yeah, I feel like it was kind of like so earnest. It's good though. You stopping recording? Oh, no, he's no, pressing buttons. Oh. Okay, well, this has been Cinemush. More, so much more to come, you guys. Anything to plug? Yeah, anything to plug, Carmen. <laughs> Uh, Get a tattoo from Carmen if you're in New York City. Oh yeah. <laughs> Facts or Just not? Just reach out to the Cinema account. We'll link you up. Okay. Yeah. Or not? Oh, shut up! You want the business? He said or not. Oh wow! No, I didn't. Okay, I really need to beep. I need to take a beep. So let's cut yeah. it. Good night, everyone. Oh. Woo. Cinema.